all of a sudden, Santa appeared. A sneer on his face, booze in his beard. Santa, I said as he laughed merrily, you do so much for others. Do something for me. Bundy, he said, you only sell shoes. Your son is a sneak thief. Your daughter's a flues. Ho, ho, Santa said, should I mention your wife? Her hair's like an A-bomb. Her nail's like a knife. And he climbs up the chimney. That fat piece of dung. He mooned me two times. He stuck out his tongue. I heard him exclaim as he broke wind with glee. You're married with children. You'll never be free. They know how to make you smile. You're already here. Why don't you stay a while? Get back. Relax, you freaks. They're playing all the tricks and taking all of the treats. Grab a whiskey and hang on tight. Smoke that bong with all your might. They write books, but that ain't all. One's short and smooth and one is hairy and tall. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and then drive each other so insane. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Best buds talking book of the week. And all the horror stuff that they think is neat Hanging loose doing ridiculous read Not cause we deserve it cause it's what we need Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne They argue about everything and drive each other so insane Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne it's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Welcome to Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Ho, 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 who wouldn't go to see a ho out in Mexico? I'm John Wayne. Of course, with me as always is Christopher Triana. Christopher, and a happy ho ho to you, my friend. Ho. Happy ho, happy ho. Um, yes, it is that time of year. Uh, jingle all the fucking way. Yeah. <clears throat> what? That'd be awesome if, like, there was an alternate reality where we said happy ho, and like what the tradition of Christmas was is like you all go, like everyone gets like a sex worker. Like kind of like mm. the purge type of thing. You put the flower out and like happy ho. Everyone's hey. all like fucking happy and shit. Hey, what's stopping us, man? We could start it. We could. Yeah, get some prostitutes. Uh, that'd be a good Sex old workers, fashioned, yeah. good old fashioned family Christmas. And and, and then you could get them on your Christmas card too. You know, take a picture mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Cindy like Sparkles. It. You know what I'm saying? Get I her like on it. there. I love, I love. I love it, dude. I love, I love it. I love prostitutes. So. I bet I know it. Um, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm gonna. Do, I wanted to check in. Last time we talked, we talked to you. You're, 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 we heard about the foot debacle. The foot. We. Yeah. I'm sure we, our listeners want to check in and know how it's going. How how well, are we feeling? Thank you. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's um, not as black and blue as it was. Still swollen. Still hurts. Uh, but it's slowly getting better. The swelling is receding. Uh, still hurts though. So yeah, I'm wearing a boot, uh, you know, but I'm also just kind of taking it easy, no hiking, which kind of sucks. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Uh, you know, so I'm just kind of 
you know, trying to keep it elevated and icing it and all that bullshit, you know, yada, yada. How's, how's your <laughs> mobility uh, affected? Like, I know you have stairs at the compound. I've been there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it like uh, difficult to make those uh, or you kind of get uh, around it? Actually, with the boot on, it's not hard at all. The boot just supports you and makes it really easy. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like, it's a little tricky driving. Um, you know, I have to take the boot off, but I can yeah. I can do it. But uh, but I haven't been going anywhere anyway. I'm just just to the grocery store and back. So how uh, how many times have you drank beer out of that boot since you've had it? Oh, you can't really. It's not it's not that kind. Um, you know, there's too uh, many oh, okay. places. This is this is us, dude. How many? But times? The, there's too many places. This for, is for us, it to leak. buddy. Come on. There's too many places for it to leak out. You tried it, it once, it didn't you? No, it wouldn't possibly hold any liquid at all. It's well, it's you're like no you fun. To, you have to Velcro it together every time. It's like there's all like there's, there's there's too many like creases and holes where it would just come right out. Dude. I would have if I could have. That's my favorite holiday song, by the way. Mm. Creases and holes, creases <laughs> and holes. La la time for creases <laughs> and holes. Well, That's, I mean, we were talking about getting prostitutes for <laughs> Christmas. I mean, creases and holes are what you're, what you're paying for, right? That's like, that's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're not getting <clears throat> anything for Christmas, man. We're getting coal after talking like this on Santa's birthday. Yeah, good luck with that. The industry is, uh, you know, in shambles. The coal industry, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't I'll I, take I my think, chances. I think Santa mm. has uh, has his elves making coal, you know, specifically uh, for the, all the bad kids out there. So, um, but maybe it's a good gift now if it's hard to come by. I don't know. I think Santa's a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> now you're in trouble. That's right. You heard it. Santa. Oh man, you're in trouble. I bet. I hope he's I'm gonna. Naughty, he's not, he's not gonna. Bottom. He's gonna come there and, and fuck your mother, man. That's what he's gonna do. He's, she'll show mom, you. Mom. Mom. Uh, that she's probably like, okay, like you know. Come on. <laughs> no, no. I'm That's saying mean. He, he, uh, <clears throat> I I didn't mean it literally. Jesus, come on. I was just saying he's gonna do something awful. Well, we'll but see. But I saw oh, mommy kissing her. Santa Claus underneath the crease and hole last night. I mean, uh, I've just been, uh, I've, um, I've been getting moving. I'm still moving right now. Dude. I'm packing up in the midst. That's what I've been up to while your foot's been healing. I know. Uh, yeah, you're going you're good. Moving, you're moving to fabulous. Las Vegas, Nevada, in this corner. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> moving up there in a couple of weeks. So I'm getting this shit together, packed. You know, I got to burn the burn a you know effigy. You know, uh, got to get all that taken care of. So yeah, so that's what I've been up to, and I'll be doing that for the next few days. But other than that, oh, I did a couple markets. I did the Houston Horror Pop Up Market, Houston Horror Film mm-hmm. Festival here. Yeah. It was good. It was cold. Uh, for us, fifty-three. That's probably pussy like for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's our Bermuda Triangle weather or whatever. Bermuda shorts or mm. you know, I don't know. Whatever you guys say up there. Well, uh, it, uh, you know, seriously, it, we have we had record highs today. It was like a high of fifty-eight, and um, you know, record high for this time of year. And I opened all the windows up there out the house. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's toasty. Yeah, but it's, not- but it's freezing immediately after. So. So oh, well, fuck them then. 
<clears throat> so um yeah so you know this is our second christmas special mm-hmm. um and you know and i was thinking about all the stuff we talked about last year uh so hopefully we won't repeat ourselves too much but um if we forgot you probably forgot too so yeah it'll, it'll just happen and if we if you didn't forget and we did good for you but don't tell us about it Mm-mm. don't ruin the surprise like like santa claus being dead like was ruined for me mm. you know <clears throat> yeah yeah he's dead yeah, yeah. sorry kids he walks so you know he's like some kind of zombie oh he's a walk uh, yeah, yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, he even runs kind of uh all right well i think we can get into our show uh and we can jingle all the way right i think we can all right well then i guess that brings us to our very first topic which everyone loves book of the week book 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 of the week everybody Uh, all this time later and i still laugh at that it's a great (laughs) song it's a great ditty you know it's so funny it's just so funny all right, book of the week. I am on book of the week, um, and I've got a really, really good one that I'm excited to tell everyone about. Uh, it came out earlier this year, and I've got to say, out of everything I've read this year, this is my favorite book uh, of 2021. Uh, and seeing how there's only like two weeks left in the year, I'm going to just go ahead and say this is it, folks. This is my number one. Uh, of course, there's plenty of books that came out that I didn't read, but fuck it. This is my favorite uh, and this is a horror novel uh, from Ronald Melfi, and I'm going to hold it up to the camera. It's called Come With Me. Uh, this was an excellent, suspenseful book. Uh, it was also very um, emotional and moving uh, and downright scary. Really good stuff. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and read the back of it for you all. Aaron Decker's life changes one December morning when his wife, Allison, is killed. Haunted by her absence and her ghost, Aaron goes through her belongings, where he finds a receipt for a motel room in another part of the country. Piloted by grief and an increasing sense of curiosity, Aaron embarks on a journey to discover what Allison had been doing in the weeks prior to her death. Yet Aaron is unprepared to discover the dark secrets Allison kept the death and horror that make up the tapestry of her hidden life. And with each dark secret revealed, Aaron becomes more and more consumed by his obsession to learn the terrifying truth about the woman who had been his wife, even if it puts his own life at risk. And this is Come With Me by Ronald Malfi. Uh, I loved this book. Um, It was just such a a cool uh, way to start off a book, too, where... You know, imagine if your your spouse dies and then you you're going through their things, cleaning things up and you just find all of these secrets, uh, like all the stuff that they had hidden from you. And you need to you know, you want to know why you don't want to know what's going on. And uh, and it just leads this guy down this rabbit hole uh, into darker and darker and more disturbing things. Really, really cool book with a, you know, a great concept. Um, and it's a totally rewarding payoff the ending is brilliant um loved it i think uh this will be a contender for the stoker award this this year 
uh, and I think it would make an excellent film. Uh, so check it out. Come with me by Ronald Melfi. Hell yeah, definitely. Um, also, we talked about this uh, before, um, but Malfi is an, uh, a musician as well. He mm. plays in a, a touring band and stuff like that. But I have a cool little like little story <laughs> about like the first time I met him um, mm-hmm. was at Scares at Care. The first the first one I went to, which I think was like 2017 or something, 2016. And uh, I'm outside smoking a joint with John Skip in the evening and you know how like when you walk out those doors there's kind of like that little like foyer area or whatever and then you walk out again where yeah. everyone's smoking there's yeah. a piano there mm-hmm. uh like the uh, regular huge piano grand piano whatever mm-hmm. we come back in like Malfi's sitting behind the um piano I'm, i walk in with skip and he's like skip let's do it and he's like he just starts free like just playing piano right just freestyle mm-hmm. and, and skips like scatting and bebopping he's like <laughs> like completely uh-huh. improvised i it really was literally like jaw dropping i just stood there and watched it like people were gathering around and taking pictures i was like what the fuck is going on this is awesome uh-huh. so uh it was very cool and he's yes he's a great writer and he's a he's a great talented musician as well so he's uh you should check him out that's my i just wanted to throw that in there absolutely absolutely check him out yeah, and if you want to learn some bebopping and scatting all over the place, you know, <laughs> call up John Skip because he could do it with the best of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool, yeah, yeah. Um, great book. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, from one book to another, mm. that brings us to our next segment, everyone's favorite, ridiculous reads. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'm on Ridiculous Reads today, my friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what that means. I don't know either, but I don't at it means all. I've no. got something special for you. And it means I get a surprise because I don't know you, what it is. We, we always keep it a secret from each other, surprise each other. This is a secret and um, a surprise. And it's a, you know, it's a celebration, bitches, as we like to say around here. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. Social issues household. And I thought... You know, this jumped off the shelf at me from the from the my own personal collection, the John Wayne Library. And uh, I said, you know what? What says holiday more than this book? Our 42nd president, Bill Clinton. What? I can't really see what the title is. I see his face. It's it's called our 42nd president, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Okay. And it's by Jack roberts the 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 famous jack roberts this is a scholastic release um is this it looks like it's like for kids like a kid it is yes it's a scholastic kids book and it was published in um who i got this this came from the knox county sturchy school fucking library Ooh la la i mean how lucky (laughs) are we uh Doesn't, doesn't get much fancier than that this was published in the year of our Lord, 1993, mm. and Bill Clinton. This is a uh, was indeed our 42nd president. Hey, this you know year, it, United it's funny States, and it's funny and true. Yes, and um, let me just read the back real quick, and I'm going to read a, a segment, of course. Yes. There um, <clears throat> we go. Uh, Bill Clinton, a desire to make a difference. 
His friends say that Bill Clinton has been running for president almost from the day he was born. Now, that's a good opening right there, huh? <laughs> it's, it's a very uh, spurious claim, but yeah. But few could have guessed that this middle-class boy from the poor southern state of Arkansas would actually become the 42nd president of the United States. As a youngster, he grew up in a troubled family. In high school, he was a popular leader. <laughs> in college, he was an outstanding student. At 32, he was elected governor of Arkansas, the youngest governor in the nation at the time. Today, yeah. Bill Clinton says that he decided to go into public service because I had some gifts at it and I wanted to make a difference. <laughs> That sounded more like Jimmy Carter. <laughs> that because that was me, Jimmy Carter, doing Bill Clinton. <laughs> a desire to make a difference that sums up Bill Clinton's remarkable and determined rise from Hope, Arkansas, mm. to the White House. Mm. Yes. Wow! Wow! Inspiring, inspiring. Uh, highly dubious, but inspiring. <laughs> yes. So we all know. Um, we all know that the, our president yeah, he Bill, was the president. Our, pres, our 42nd president, Bill Clinton, was known for he's known for several things. One of them being his uh, strong moral scope and compass and his dedication uh -huh. to family. And uh, and I want to so I'm going to go ahead and read. From, and also uh, uh, just say, and also playing the saxophone. Oh, saxophone. And, he really. And running that that child prostitution ring under the Pizza Hut. Okay, well, that's not where that's a different <laughs> podcast. But like I said, he, one of the things that he stood on was uh, strong family bonds and moral, uh, having a, a finely tuned moral compass. So I'm going to read from this chapter 16. It's called Family Man First, which was really what I think about when, <laughs> was... when Bill Clinton comes to mind. This is the first thing I think. I'm like, yeah, he really is. A, he was a, he was known for being I, a family I, man, you know. I, yeah, I'm guessing really this. Was. I'm guessing this book came out before the Monica Lewinsky scandal. I'm sorry, who? I'm gonna I go get, ahead and read my. I'm gonna read my passage now. Yeah, um, I'm just asking. I'm asking. Like it came out before that, right? I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm familiar with what you're speaking. Who no, you're speaking? no, come uh, on, seriously. I, I, I'm just curious if they had the balls to release it after that or or what. What kind of a man is Bill Clinton, really? It's a question that people ask his friends all the time. And there are many different answers. One answer is he is, he is a man with a great sense of humor. I love to crack jokes. I love to laugh. I don't mind making fun of myself, Bill says. To prove it. Now, to prove it, he occasionally does an impression of Elvis Presley. Not really humanizes. <laughs> For relaxation, Bill likes to play golf or read particularly mystery novels, hey? He also likes to jog or play a card game called Hearts. And, Chris, you, like you said, play the saxophone. In fact, when he played the saxophone on Arsenio Hall, rather famously, it was Elvis's Heartbreak Hotel, which he played. He even played the sax on a TV talk show during his campaign for president. That is literally the next sentence. <laughs> I was just adding a little, you know, like I remember seeing it on Arsenio Hall back when I was a kid. And like, I remember very clearly it was Heartbreak Hotel that he played. You remember the time? Yeah. If Bill had to pick just one favorite leisure time activity, however, Smoking it weed. would probably be doing 
crossword puzzles famously we all know that <laughs> he would sit at his we all, we, remember you would see the video he was sitting at the oval office desk smoking a cigar for hours just doing crossword puzzles you know or, you wouldn't get up doing, once or doing something get up else once. with that cigar or doing something smoking else with it. that cigar if bill <laughs> he's been smoking doing, weed crossword puzzles hey man he's but been doing them for years yeah <laughs> Even, that's another podcast. Even as a young boy, he and his best friend, Superman, what? No, it's he and his best friend, <laughs> name redacted, would race to see who would be what? first to finish the puzzle in the newspaper. Is that a race? It's, so, why is it redacted? He and his best friend, Bob Dole. Just say it. it's Bob Dole. I mean, these are Pentagon papers, dude. Bill says he loves all kinds of music from gospel to country to pop. You didn't say Austin Power when I said Bob Dole, by the way. I'm sorry. Bob I keep Dole, interrupting you. <laughs> Hit your mute up. button, dude. No. Yeah, I know. I should. I should. He's particularly fond of Ray Charles. I think he's wonderful, he says. <laughs> but no one would be surprised if Paul, Nic- Paul McCartney, Michael Bolton, or Judy Collins were to entertain at the White House. They're also some of Bill's favorite singers. Mm-hmm. There's another answer, however, to the question of what kind of a man Bill Clinton really is. <laughs> that is, he is a family man, of, yeah, a loving husband, and a great dad. Yeah. In February of 1980, Hillary gave birth to the couple's only child. He named their daughter Chelsea, after a Judy Collins version of the song, Chelsea Morning. Not Chelsea Hotel, by Leonard Cohen. Which would have been good because that's about getting a blowjob. So, and he likes those. Bill likes those. I can't I'm, help I'm, interject. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Unsure, I'm unsure of what you're referring to. Today, Bill says that the birth of their daughter was the most incredible and important experience of his life. His wife agrees, adding, "Bill is a wonderful father. He's not only loving and supportive," she says. He's also interested in Chelsea's life and views. When Bill decided to run for president, Chelsea was 11 years old and a seventh grader at public school in Little. Bill sat down to talk to her about his interest in running for president, his affinity for cigars, and how much he really loved to see her spin around in that blue dress. Uh huh. The blue dress. He, he wanted to see what whoa, she whoa, thought whoa, whoa. about the idea not, and wanted the blue dress, right? What? <clears throat> I'm just reading from this book. Uh, they'll say terrible things about me, he told his young daughter that day. Chelsea, oh, <laughs> they'll, they'll say terrible things about me. Uh, Again, Chelsea, with the Jimmy so- Carter. Do you know what with- Bill Clinton sounds like? You sound like, yeah, really sound like, sound like you're Carter. doing a good Jimmy Carter right there. J- Jimmy Carter is do- as Bill Clinton. That's <laughs> you have to go from the front of the book. It tells you that. That's how you read it. Um, anyway. Um, you know, let's go ahead and stop there. I think that's a high note. He's talking to his daughter about running for president and, uh, you know, and that really, su- like really shows his, his, uh, I don't know, his really strong ties to family, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, uh, just, uh, what a great president he was. Yeah, he was, he was. Jimmy In Card. fact, like with, with, with like all kidding aside, I, I did like, uh, Bill Clinton and, um, uh, he was one of like the presidents from my life, lifetime that I've liked the best. Uh, but, um, uh, and like, you know what, I'll, I'll tell you this, dude, this is true. When he was running for president, 
I was in junior high and I was writing for the school newspaper and we did a thing where each of us, like each of us school, I don't know, journalists, I don't know if you want to call it that, uh, like we picked like our candidate and, you know, someone wrote about Bush and how he should have a second uh, term. Someone wrote about Roz Perot, if you guys remember him. And I wrote about Bill Clinton, how I was all for Bill Clinton. And then he won and I was like, suck it, bitches. It was it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I tease I tease Bill, but um, I like Bill. So. Well, that was a reading from our 42nd president, Bill Clinton, by Jack yes. Roberts, a scholastic presentation. And I think this is the most political we've ever been on a show, dude. Like it's the holidays. I mean, I was just thinking about <laughs> his fam- I thought that since, you know, this is a family time, I'd read about how he loves his family. That's when did it Can I ask when did it come out? What, what's the what's Well, the I mean, you can ask, day? but I did I did read it at the beginning of when I when I was talking about the book and I said it was published in January 1993. Okay, so it was before. Yes. Before, before 1994 yeah okay very good that's my book yeah i you know i think that all presidential candidates like as a requirement for them to run for president should have to at least try to play the saxophone on a late night show and though most of them are going to be absolutely terrible uh yeah. but that'll make it even more entertaining i think yeah Imagine Trump trying to play a fucking saxophone. Fuck uh, that. Uh, imagine Joe Malarkey trying to play a saxophone, you know? No. Come on, it'd be fucking I don't hilarious. want to imagine anything. It'd be really funny. I'm Jimmy Carter. Boney is yeah. boning it up out there. You hear Boney? Yeah, I do. I do. Boney, yeah. We're doing the show again, Boney. You're right. It is exciting. Okay. <laughs> he heard me say earlier that... Um, that we were going to go hiking the Valley of Fire when you live in Nevada. So he's excited. He is excited. He's excited about a lot of things. And one of the things to be excited about is the holidays, you know? Yes, yes. Or in the midst of, or not be excited, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you know what? That brings us right into our topic, which is... Oh, fuck. I forgot. Oh, you, you, <laughs> you, you fucked up. You fucked up. I got... I was I was concerned about Boney, and then I I fucked up. You're right. You were you were you were distracted by the holiday spirit. All right, now I'm ready. Christmas. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Christmas part two, because we did it last year. Uh, this is our, this is our Christmas special part two. Uh, or or the the second, I don't know. Um, yeah. So Christmas. Uh, now we've said on the show before, John Wayne and I both are not big fans of Christmas. We don't really do much for it. We don't celebrate it. We both worked retail for so long that uh, we've just we, it's just any joy we could have had of Christmas was beaten out of us by by working retail because it's a, it's fucking horrible. Um, yeah. I, I thought about this. I had this thought earlier and I, I'm, cause I was thinking about how we talked about this last year or some, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think about like who, 
what 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 kind of a person is someone who gets like truly has that holiday joy of Christmas or the holiday season or whatever and just to- gets right that kind of person I don't know I feel like they've never worked in a job that where they were their wor- job was affected by the holidays and they must have absolutely hundred percent like have not worked at a job that was affected by the holidays in absolutely any way. absolutely yeah because those people they get the holiday off. And some of them get like a week off or half a week off, you know? Um, so yeah, of course they love it, you know, and they have, they don't have to listen to Christmas music over and over and over again for an eight hour shift, 40 hours a week. They, they can put it on. To. Yeah. They, they can put it on when they want to and then turn it off, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, they, they don't understand the hell that is Christmas. Um, and also, you know, it's people that, you know, have loved ones, you know, unlike, me <laughs> you know uh you know they have family and all of that uh i guess I if you, mean, have you have kids that, around so. or like if you have kids around and shit like you mean or well or yeah just... if you have if you have kids or if you have like a big extended family kind of like you know like you all get together like grandma's playing the piano and grandpa's throwing his whiskey bottle at it at your aunt because she's a hoe or and she's not in the holiday spirit i don't know uh, <laughs> so you have a big family is what i'm saying then maybe gotcha, gotcha. then maybe like you're, you're you're into christmas but most people in this country at least most people really like christmas a lot most people really like it yeah you know? uh they do and and i don't understand why i i I really don't like it. I think everything about it sucks. Um, not just because I'm alone. I don't care about that. I like being alone. That's a life choice. Uh, I'm talking about how commercial it is. It's just crass commercialism disguised as cheer and goodwill. Um, even if people are charitable this time of year, they're just doing it because it's this time of year, which is very shallow. Uh, if you're going to be a good person and give to charity and help the poor, do it all year long. Don't be like, I'm a good person at Christmas. Jesus, Santa. You know, mm-hmm. go, go fuck yourself, you know. Um, uh, and, and, you know, like the music is awful. The movies are are brutal. Like, you know, except for like, you know. Except like the, Jingle All the Way. Well, except like the darker <laughs> comedies that like adore, you know, or address it for what it really is. Like uh, Batman know, Returns. I love Batman Returns, uh, you know, uh, but uh, but no, like, you know, I'm talking about like the Hallmark Christmas, like miracle bullshit, the fucking Rudolph and all of that stuff. It's either kid shit or it's schmaltzy, saccharine fucking garbage, you know. So I don't get it. I don't understand why people like it. Um, It's the most full of shit holiday we have. It's completely and utterly full of shit. Everything about it. Like, you know, Jesus is bullshit. Santa is bullshit, uh, and this uh, this whole like you know this whole phony you know like oh everything's wonderful it's miracles miracles are bullshit it's all lies it's one big fat candy coated bright lit lie uh, so Merry Christmas uh, it's been a great show no <laughs> just... well I mean I, if you're talking about I mean that's pretty much you describe most of like uh, our our perception of reality or what we choose to perceive of reality but um do you think that wait are you the, saying I, that's not the reality it is the reality i'm yeah, saying I know that, like, you agree that's with like me on this, this is i'm one of the, saying that you're describing yeah, that, that could describe on. that could describe all of reality the way you put it is what i, I was trying to say um but yes um 
like a fake schmaltzy bullshit under bright lights that no one is really yeah uh that's a reality thing uh, but do you think that chris do you think just because we're older we're adults we're maybe further away from it or or is it that christmas has like gotten less like Christmassy as the years have gone. Like it seemed like just because you're a kid, maybe it seems like you're just like balls deep in like everything about it. But but think about it though. Like oh no, like we we grew we grew up you know in the eighties, our generation, and the eighties were super commercial, super commercial, uh, maybe even more so than now. Uh, so I think it was always kind of infected, at least in our lifetime. I think it was always infected uh, with that. I think, yes, that there was a time when Christmas was something a little more special, when it was like, okay, it's just the immediate family sitting around the fire telling ghost stories. That I can get behind. That is cool. Like You're thinking bring... of Halloween, dude. No, I'm not. You're getting no, confused I'm, no, again. I'm not. Oh, no, oh, no, oh. I'm not. People used to tell ghost stories at Christmas time. It was a very common thing for for years and years, for, for like centuries, dude. Uh, and like that just kind of fell away by the wayside. Like people were doing that up until like the 60s and the 70s. I have some examples in my notes. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. But um, we don't have to get into that now. But what I'm saying well, we can if that, you want. I mean, whenever you want to get into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, you know, looking at different holiday um, just like you said, ho- like ghosts, you know, <laughs> Ghost stories or horrors, if you will, and and mm-hmm. I had uh, I have to give shouts out to Scarlet for for kind of like uh, being my source on these things and pointing them to me. But Very cool. um, uh, like, have you heard of uh, uh, Grilla no. from Iceland? Grilla, no. the Christmas witch. Ooh, I like that. Now that she is metal as fuck, dude. Yeah. So I mean... you're gonna like this. So she's like. Uh, the name Grilla translates as growler, and she's this old lady. And uh, there's a, a quote. There's like from like the the rhyme that goes along with her her fucking thing is down comes Grilla from the outer fields with forty tails, a bag on her back, a sword in her hand, mm. coming to carve the stomachs of children mm. who cry for meat during Lent. So that's that's like the song you sing about her. <laughs> so and wait, wait, this... wait, 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 wait. So she only comes after the kids who want meat during Lent. That's that was thing? where it originated. But then, like, <laughs> wow, that's then she specific. came to be associated. Then she kind of right. That's awesome. So she came to be associated. That's what they used to say, like back then, when like you know kids are bitching about something, they'd be like, hey, "Shut the fuck up!" Or Gryla the witch is gonna come eat your fucking stomach out. There's this totally awesome painting that's in this article that I'm reading, which is on the thevintagenews.com. Just if anyone check it out, um, that's from back in the day, and she is like dripping blood she's holding this baby that she's eaten like the fucking guts out of and like the mom is opening the door in the background and she's like mm. just looking up oh it's metal as fuck nice. um so she comes she ends up becoming um associated with uh christmas or the holiday season and because it's they, they end up you know using it just to it's like a if you don't fucking you know behave you know she's gonna come and eat your stomach out um so she'll come like that. Then she became known as she would come from the, the mountains to gather the ill-behaved children um, nice. and make it, and make them into stew. Uh, Ooh, nice. Nice. So. You know, I wonder, I, I saw like, you know, 
you know, she's the Christmas witch. I saw that um, uh, Aubrey Plaza, the actress who played April uh, on Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. uh, who is who is kind of a, a wonderfully weird person in and of herself, not not just the character, but the actual actress. She just came out with a book called The Christmas Witch. So I wonder if it has to do with that at all. She wrote a book called The Christmas Witch, and she's been like promoting it dressed as a witch, like going mm. on shows and stuff, like at Christmas time. And that's why I love her, because she's just weird and into all that kind of horror stuff. So good good on her. We're we're fans here at, at Vital Social Issues and stuff. I've never heard of her. Um, the Legend yeah, of the I know Christmas you have. Switch. We've talked to her. Book by Aubrey Plaza and Dan Murphy. Um, <clears throat> so. Wow, we don't want to keep everyone waiting while you look at it. No, that. I know. I'm just looking. I'm looking at it right now. I'm just I'm scanning it to see if it's about the same thing. Uh, no, Santa Claus's sister. Raised, okay, uh, uh, so this is like some kind of thing, but yeah, it might, it might, it might uh, you know, interweave in there and probably borrow from, from, you know, Christmas witch story. Yeah. I, and I mean, not like Gryla's the only Christmas witch out there, you know, I'm right, sure right. there's more. <clears throat> yeah. I had not heard of, of, of that before. So that's pretty cool, man. Have you heard of somebody, another Christmas witch called Frau Persta? No. Frau Persta? Not at all. Tell me. Well, uh, what she does is uh she is also like a scandinavian or no she's like a scandinavian uh like fucking legend like a scandinavian okay mm-hmm. i thought yeah. you're saying she's, she's like, like a what? scandinavian she's like a scandinavian, scandinavian but kind of like one <laughs> and uh yeah she she uh <clears throat> she actually looks fucking scary um she has like a beak and uh she has uh, she wears like these this big dress, but she has this fucking sword that she keeps <coughs> under it. Um, and she basically just comes and like the long and short of it is like Christmas. It's again ties into like bat kids being bad. But this is like if you don't clean your room, like she comes and kills you or some shit. Like <laughs> a little, if, little you're, if you're extreme reaction, if you're fucking messy and shit, she comes and yeah, gets you. Yeah. And um you know so she'll kinda... she'll do nothing less than steal you into your bedroom, disembowel you and replace your guts with rocks and straw. Nice. That that's not good. That wouldn't be good at all. Mm-mm. You don't want that, kids. So you better be good, man. So be good for goodness sake. But oh, I... somebody's coming. I have one more. I think this is my favorite. I think you'll like this one too if I can. Okay. All right, give it to me. Give it to me. So this is uh uh, this is the known as Mar- I'm trying to say it right, Mari Lud, Mari Lud, Mari Lud, Mario spelled M A R I L W Y D. So okay. what this is is um, it's uh, known in the uh, village of Snowdonia. Um, that, that's a real name, Snowdonia. The village of Bedgerlert in Snowdonia. Snowdonia. It sounds like something from He-Man. <laughs> exactly, dude. I don't know. Um, but check this out. So what they do is they have this horse's skull 
that they put like on a um like a stick or they they drape it in this long fucking um right. sheet and they have all the stuff hanging from it and they walk it like you they walk through the village someone like with it and they Loving have like it. minstrels like people like playing instruments like it'd be like a group think like a group of carolers perhaps mm-hmm. then um and this is in Wales, by the way. Uh, celebrate tradition celebrated in in in, in Wales. Uh, they they come to your house, right? Like a caroler would. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Mary lid. Here it is. And then the the horse says like some of their like a rhyme to you. Their like poem rhyme to you. And you, the person at the house, have to like then come up with your own rhyme back to them to keep the horse because you want to keep them from getting in the house because if they win, what is basically a rap battle between the two of you <laughs> then then they then they get they get into your house uh and they take take over but what but like it doesn't matter because at the end it's like you know after it's over and and you're the victor uh everybody goes into your house the merry wind lind included and eats like cookies and cake that you have to fucking have apparently ready mm-hmm. and then your house is blessed with good luck for the rest of the year um and then they go on to the next house and do the same fucking scam, man. So, <laughs> I thought that one was awesome because I was reading it. And yeah. I was like, wait, seriously? And it, it like even says in this article, the homeowners respond with their own rhymes in a fake battle to outwit the creature. Like, it's what the <laughs> fuck are these weird whales, Welsh fucking fucks doing, man? <coughs> Good stuff. You know, I wish that was, you know, I wish we had some Christmas witches that really like. Yeah, came so around. this is this is you what know. I'm talking about. Like this kind of stuff is is more fun. Like, you know, like the folklore and the legends and everything. Like if people spent Christmas talking about this stuff and like telling ghost stories and everything, like I'd be more into it. Or even if they didn't, even if they didn't have a horror element to it, even if people just had a fucking tree and like made each other gifts instead of like going on black friday and waiting alarm lines to save 20 bucks on a fucking tv you know like and like if they made like handmade gifts for each other or wrote each other a poem or or made made a song like that is special just buying shit that you already know people want you don't put any thought into that you know it's it's very easy to do and it's very commercial it's very empty uh so you know, like there, you could have a nice Christmas doing it a in an old-fashioned way, but the way it is now, and the way it's been for a long time in my lifetime, uh, it's one hundred percent garbage. So, yeah, but I mean, I I just speaking for myself would rather have a Nintendo than like a fucky card made by my sister or something. No offense, Carrie. Uh, shouts out. Just that yeah, was like well, a, in general, you know. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, that's that's because you've been programmed to want that shit by advertising. Um, I personally would much rather have a handmade gift, something that someone took time on. Like if someone spends several hours making something for you, that shows that they care about you because that takes time and effort. You know, it's, it, you could buy something for someone with a click of a button, you know, it doesn't take any effort. It doesn't like show how much you care. So, but that's just me being hippy dippy about it, but it's true. So I make gifts for people. I don't buy people a goddamn thing. And most people don't get a damn thing. I only make gifts for one or two people. So. Are you making me an electric guitar this Christmas? Oh, you're not getting anything. After. Uh, I haven't been good. No, I know. I know. You haven't been good at all. Uh, 
Well, I, I don't have ghost stories. Those are really cool, by the way. And thank you for bringing those uh, to the show. Um, I, I thought we, we need Christmas to be more metal. You know, we all we, we do, know about we Krampus. Do. Krampus is cool. Right. Yeah, he's coming yeah. to eat the kids, blah, blah, blah. Right. But this witch comes and fucks you up, dude. Yeah. These yeah. witches come and fuck you up. No, you're right. Like, everyone knows Krampus now. Uh, but uh, I'm glad you brought those up. But I don't have, like, monsters and ghost stories. But I have some weird uh, things about Christmas. That I okay. that I would like to go over. So, are you? Would you like to hear them? I'd love to hear it. Can yeah, I hear it? Here it go. Like to hear it? Here it go. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me pull these up. <clears throat> all right. So, um, all right. So my first one, and I like saying that I like talking about this because it's uh, it's what Christmas really originates with, uh, the nativity story. Uh, the nativity story resulted in several wars in the first few centuries of the Christian era. Controversy over whether or not Jesus was divine at birth created political and social unrest that frequently burst out into full scale war. Uh, so that to me is uh, the true spirit of Christmas. <laughs> it's That's the story of Jesus. That's the story of Jesus, everybody. Uh, let me just. Uh, a goldfish put this. Lincoln logs in me sock jaw. <laughs> Sorry, shouts out to Bill Hicks, rest in power. That's one of my rest favorite power. He's talking about what if that was this, you know, Easter? That's pretty much as fantastical as saying like Jesus rose from the dead. Why not just say a a goldfish left Lincoln logs in your sock drawer? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Makes just as much sense. That's the story uh, of Jesus. Uh. This is this is uh, a perfect example of talking about how commercial things have become. Santa Claus, which everyone loves so much and means so much, Santa Claus originated in a newspaper ad. Uh, far from being a quaint medieval legend, Santa Claus first appeared as a recognizable entity uh, was in a newspaper ad for toys uh, and quote-unquote gift books in the mid-19th century. Um, of course, we talked about St. Nicholas. I talked about him at length on the last uh, Christmas special. But Santa Claus, as we know him now, originated in an advertisement. <clears throat> Christmas has only recently become a family holiday as well. Uh, Christmas was originally celebrated as an adult form of trick-or-treat, but the treat consisting of booze uh, and uh, the trick consisting of bodily harm or destruction of property. Now, I'm all about bringing this back. And I know you are too, Charlie. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I told my story about smashing pumpkins on on Halloween, and you got mad about that. Well, it kind of sounds like the same thing. It kind of sounds like no, the same it's thing. not at all. It's not at all. Uh, sure? It's 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 uh, the the treat is booze, and the trick is bodily harm, uh, which I or think it said destruction, did it not? Yeah, you know, no destruction of, of property, but I mm-hmm. like the bodily harm part. Uh, basically, this is like give me booze, or I'm going to kick your ass. Now that sounds like a Christmas I could get into big time. Um, so it's like a, a, a door-to-door uh, threaten, like basically mm-hmm. like aggressive threatening yeah, of yeah. your neighbors to give you liquor. Yeah, Where, it, it's and that's it's a, that's the story of Jesus. It, uh, yeah, it's a shakedown. Um, and I did I did talk about this somewhat about uh, the hooligans and the the looting in Europe uh, that mm-hmm. uh, used to be involved with Christmas. Um, but I wanted to bring that up. Um, this this is a fun one uh, for all you people who uh, like to get sexy, uh, and I think I think Christmas is 
best with sex. If you're going to give a gift, give the gift of sex. Uh, mistletoe kissing originated with f- fertility rites. Uh, okay, the hanging, okay. The hanging sprig is very ancient. Is a very ancient symbol of virility. Uh, you know, because like everything, uh, the Christians stole everything from, you know, uh, like other ancient religions, pagans and such. Uh, so it's a symbol of virility, and uh, anybody standing beneath it uh, is signaling that he or she is sexually available. Oh, so that's why that's why you get to get kissed under it. It's like it's like giving consent. Kissed. Yeah. Well, you're saying you're sexually available too, so it could go a lot farther than a kiss. Damn. Yes. So you see a woman standing on the mistletoe, you have permission. To do whatever you want to. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 okay, okay, whoa, 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 let's, uh, let's back no, up. No, no, I'm saying, no, 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 I'm not saying everyone, uh, I'm saying you do. So go ahead and do whatever you want, and nope. let me know how it works out for you. <laughs> I will only, uh, <laughs> when I am at the Triana compound and the mistletoe is hung by the chimney with care, I will stand underneath it and hopes you will be there. Uh, but no other place will I try that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably for the best. Probably. Uh, the phrase, we wish you a Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. it was originally a threat. Uh, I was about to ask, <laughs> is it like, we wish you a Merry Christmas, bitch? Like, is it like telling someone to go fuck off or like, well, it, it, it goes, it goes back to booze, like all good times. Uh, the popular song was originally sung loudly and repeatedly by crowds of rowdy lower class servants demanding booze from their masters or else. Uh, and that's why we have the we won't go until we get some, uh, which is part of the song. So, part of what song? Hotel uh, California. Yes, yeah, the Heartbreak Hotel, the Bill Clinton. Oh, uh, the, the Bill Clinton song, Heartbreak Hotel. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. uh, the Christmas tree. It's a manufactured tradition. Uh, Victorian intellectuals invented the tradition as part of a social movement to consciously reform Christmas away from its traditional and raucous drinking. Yeah. Uh, Wait, and, how did the Christmas tree do that? Well, this is just the, my notes that that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like it was like uh, it was like supposed to like make it more you know like homey uh or more family friendly in a way like you know you collect the tree you decorate it all that kind of stuff it was it was one of the things that um you know like uh, it it was like you're giving people something to do that isn't drinking and breaking windows you're like you're trying to slowly homogenize the holiday into something a little more mellow you know yeah like when people take something fun and make it suck Uh because they try to regulate it Mm mm-hmm Regulators, mount up. <laughs> uh, uh, here's a little fun fact. Um, mm. You know, many uh, everyone is familiar with the Christmas Carol. There's been many movies and and other things, uh, you know, uh, made out of it. Just about every fucking TV show you can think of has done a version of it. Uh, but of course, very famously, in the end, Scrooge celebrates with the Cratchits, you know, gets together and it's like they have a plump Christmas goose or some shit, you know? You boy, what day is it today? It's Christmas Day, sir. <laughs> right, yeah. but he gets together with the Cratchits, the you know, the, the poors, uh, and uh you know, and like has like spends Christmas with them and like gives to them, right? Uh 
so while that is true to most cinematic versions of Christmas Carol, uh, with the reformed miser celebrating with his lower class employee, in the book, Scrooge celebrates instead with his middle class nephew. Uh, he doesn't celebrate with the Cratchits at all. Um, he learns the meaning of Christmas and all that, but it doesn't mean he's going to hang out with the poors. Uh, you know, he still stays elitist. <laughs> now that, that sounds about right. It's you true. Know, it, it's, funny and, it's funny and true. You're right. You're right. right. <clears throat> huh. Okay. Christmas as a day off is a recent innovation. As late as 1850, December 25th was not a legal holiday in New England. So stores were open, businesses were open, and children were expected to go to fucking school. When whoever in New England's through with you, mm -hmm. give me the day off on Christmas. How about you? And one little fun one for the people that like the stupid carols. Uh, the 12 days of Christmas, all the stuff that you give, that your true love gave to you, would have cost them about $1.3 million uh, if you add up everything that's in that song. The big challenge is getting the lords to leap in unison. <laughs> um, well, eight, is it eight milkers milking or some shit like that? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah it's, it's, how, do you, how do you quantify that into money? Well, you're, you're getting lords to leap in unison together. You're basically getting lords to, right. ri to river dance for you. Look, you're talking to the mighty Duke of Earl. I know about lords, okay? Yeah, but I'm I know. just saying, <laughs> I'm more worried about the milk, milkmaid uh, milking, you know? Well, like, you've how got much does that cost? milkmaids, you've got golden rings, you've got birds you got to buy. Uh, this <clears> is going to cost you at least a million dollars. I mean, you're thinking about like at least a uh, hundred K per lord, right? You know? And, I mean, oh, that's on the low end, dude, because some of these right? lords are divas and well, size like, queens. It's like, you know, you wouldn't think a lord would be a diva, but apparently they are. Uh, so, yeah, that's all of the uh, weird little things I have about Christmas. But I do also have some stats uh, about Christmas in America that I thought could be fun as well. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready for me? Um, yes. Okay, good. Just wanted to check. All right. So uh, here's one that I think is kind of funny. Nationwide in America, the Grinch is a more popular uh, decoration than Santa Claus is. That makes sense. I mean, you know, Disney made a couple movies and Jim Carrey and boom, you know. Uh, I, so. I, think it, I think Grinch was popular before jim carrey i think Boris no, oh yeah absolutely popular, it, was, but... it was already popular but i mean yeah it's it's like today it's so pervasive like i in in the gym that i work out at i was on two different screens the, the grinch is the grinch is there like bench yeah, pressing. yeah dude, dude <laughs> he fucking lifts dude do you would you even lift because the grinch fucking lifts no i was like uh, where there was you know tvs above where the you know treadmills were one tv had um was like the houston news and there was someone dressed as the grinch like in a a, a gift like they're giving away like at a school or some shit like that morning and like a ah, full thing another one was like the national news and it was like grinch arrested in new jersey and they like have a guy in the full fucking grinch uniform <laughs> getting arrested and put in the fucking new jersey cop car and he's like looking through the thing like oh and i was like dude there's oh. just two grinch stories going on well you know like no like santa maybe, claus maybe 
just maybe the Grinch wouldn't be such a jerk if there wasn't some asshole singing about what a piece of shit he is every five minutes. You're a mean one. See? Mr. Grinch. Maybe so. The average person spends three hours decorating for Christmas. Uh, what? This is, this is the stats that I've got pulled up here uh, from, uh, what the fuck is this? WBIW.com. Uh, Christianablog.com. What? Just <laughs> talk for South Central Indiana is where I pulled up these, these stats. Um, yeah, the average person spends three hours decorating, $70 a year on Christmas decorations per person. Like the, the average person spends $70 a year. Uh, and 65% of people in this country now prefer artificial trees over real trees because real trees are a giant pain in the ass. As we all know, uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania ranked number one and two for decoration searches per capita. And Michigan is also in the top. Uh, meanwhile, residents of Nevada, uh, where you'll be living, uh, bulk of whom live in and around Las Vegas, are apparently too naughty for Christmas, ranking last out of all qualifying states in analysis. So you're moving to the right place for people who, who fucking hate Christmas. <laughs> All the reasons yeah, I'm, I'm going to visit you. Yep. In um in Michigan, there is a town called Frankenbooth, which is known as Christmas Town because they have uh, this store called Bronze, which is a 24 uh, or a 365 fucking Christmas store. It's like the biggest Christmas store in it. This this town is known for that. Mm. Frank Frankenbooth. So interesting fact there. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Nativity scenes are the third most popular decoration in the country, uh, which kind of surprised me because usually um, like it's it's what I see is usually a lot of like, you know, childish shit. You know, it's this Santa Claus and choo choo trains and shit. But yeah, uh, nativity scenes are actually still the third most popular decoration in the country. And this even even with uh, Christianity on the decline in America. Thank goodness. Uh, oh, and, uh, I meant to mention this earlier, the Grinch not only outranks Santa Claus, he also outranks snowflakes and snowmen. <clears throat> um, in my area, New England, uh, window candles are very popular, but not so much elsewhere. And this is something that just kind of... Uh, what is that? Me. What is that about? It's, What's it's, a window it's, candle? It's putting candles in windows. It's exactly what it sounds like. You put candles in windows. It's part of like a Christmas Look, decoration. Dude, I don't need you to mansplain window candles to you me. Ask Just a tell me what question, the tradition is. You're Why get is a stupid it? Answer. But what is the purpose of it? What does it mean? It's just it's a classic it's a classic Christmas uh decoration. It's kind of so like no, Jimmy Carter? No, it's just like now we do Christmas lights. It's electric. Before we had that, we had candles. People would put candles in the windows. And some people in New England, which is like, you know, the oldest part of America, of, you know, colonialized America, uh, you know, people still do it. It's a it's weird brag. But... No, it's not a brag. It's just, <laughs> I'm saying, you're, since Europeans have come to America, New England is where, uh, you know, we started uh, this country. Um, so these traditions have been kind of like passed down uh, to the people who live here generation to generation. Uh, so yeah, it's like, you see that a lot here, but you don't really see it anywhere else. Um, trees, lights, and wreaths dominate the search uh, volume in most States. Uh, and the Southwest, the Southwest has particularly gone Grinch crazy. 
the southeast is keeping things more tree oriented and in the pacific and why uh hawaii is the state uh, most hungry for gingerbread so gingerbread sells like crazy in hawaii for whatever reason well southwest that's prime grinch country i mean that is grinch country through and through apparently that, so that doesn't yeah. that doesn't surprise me yeah yeah and and in gingerbread they got to import that to hawaii um you know because they they only have like kona and whatever out there and you know mm-hmm. so gingerbread only gets uh it like grows once a year it's like that type of thing so of course it's like yeah coveted. it's it's kind of yeah it's kind of like um like eggnog like you only get 30 sweet noggy days and the government <sighs> takes it away again <laughs> did you say you like eggnog are you a big eggnog drinker i'm not big but um uh, like you know you mix it with a little whiskey it can be good uh it depends on what eggnog you get though uh, yeah. Most of most of the shit that you'll get like in a cardboard carton at the grocery store is terrible. It's garbage. It's disgusting. But mm-hmm. if you get like fresh like eggnog from a local farm, which I can get a lot here uh, in Connecticut, uh, there's a lot of places. It's absolutely delicious. It's like drinking ice cream. It's fantastic. Uh, and you put a little uh, bullet bourbon in that or a little Evan Williams and mm, mm, bitch. In fact, I should make one of those drinks right now. I don't know why I didn't think earlier I should be drinking that for a Christmas show. I I used to like have to make eggnog lattes at Starbucks every holiday season. And I'm uh, sure that was a pain in the ass because when you steam eggnog, it like shrieks like just like <laughs> like it's, oh, really? it's a weird. Yeah, it's weird because it's not like a you, you cut it with milk. Um, you're supposed to, some people order it like all eggnog, please. And I'm like, okay, because you need 3,500 <laughs> calories right now at 6am. Um, uh, yeah. there you go. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just always, so it's like, eh, you know, maybe like you take a cap full of it, like, uh, with your castor oil, like when you have to, <laughs> but like. Uh, otherwise like i, I don't, I'm, not, I'm just not i'm not doing the, the eggnog man like well you know. i mean you're definitely not making it taste any better with fucking castor oil but <laughs> i'm just saying man you know i add a little pickle <laughs> brine a little fish oil and it's that- christmas <laughs> no i'm just saying like that's about the the amount i could take it just like right boom like a spoonful and like be like oh all right all right, well, it's just so thick and rich, you know, and I oh, like to very thick. De- deprive myself of that unless. Oh, yeah, it's 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 thick unless it's there's eight maids of milk in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, well, you know, like, yeah, it's basically Santa's come. It's it's really it's really thick and really delicious. Um, so let's pause here. All righty. Yeah. Uh, so took a quick break there and I went and I made myself. A little Evan Williams and eggnog. Oh my god! And you have to see this if you have to watch. If you're not watching the video of this on YouTube, you can see mm. the rich, the rich creaminess, the thickness that he spoke of mm. earlier. Uh, in the time that you heard that Bill and Ted riff, right? That he was back with the fucking eggnog. Nope. And it looks all the things you said: creamy, thick, nope. delicious, thick as a dick. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. You just really went for it right there, didn't you? Uh huh. Uh huh. Far out, man. It's nice fucking <laughs> fucking far out. Nice fucking model. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, no, very, very good. Do you, oh, do you put a good. touch of nutmeg on top or anything? No. Do you do, you no, do no, any, no, add no. anything now? No, I don't have anything to it. I, I'm not that fancy with it. You know, I'm. It's just a vehicle for booze for me. Um, but 
No, it's very good when you you know mix a little Evan Williams with it. Um, I didn't put the bullet in it because bullet is so delicious on its own. Uh, so I put some Evan Williams in there, and it's it's good. But you have to get a decent eggnog. Like I get Hood eggnog, which is kind of like a northeast uh, dairy brand. You can't really get it everywhere. But yeah, I would say most eggnog that you can get in stores is really just awful. Particularly if you get that silk nog or some shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, like soy milk eggnog and stuff. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Can I, a real quick uh, anecdote before we move on. When I, the last job I had, the place that I worked, (laughs) whose name we won't mention, but we made uh, non, you know, dairy milk things. And we did a, uh, it was all made from nuts. And they had us start making a a holiday one that was like a a nog. And, uh, And it was made with pecans. And uh, so it's basically like the pecan milk recipe that we used already with like a fuck ton of cinnamon and nutmeg thrown in and all like blended up and shit. And it was supposed to like mimic this eggnog ish like set something stupid. Those people yeah. suck. Sounds awful. anyway. Yeah, it was. And it was and is. And yeah. still to this day. <laughs> Sounds absolutely horrible. Uh, yeah, so anyone out there drinking, you know, vegan eggnog, like you need to really reevaluate your life choices. Yeah, um, there's probably a lot more things that have gone wrong that like like that got you there. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, before like you know, to, to wrap things up, we were going to talk a little bit about um, Christmas this year, Christmas of 2021. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, we're still dealing with. Uh, the COVID, uh, you know, pandemic. Um, I just got my booster shot, my third shot. Um, oh yeah. I'm going to get mine this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got mine, um, a couple of days back. Uh, I really, Ooh, I did not feel good after getting it. I just, I had like the chills and the aches worse than I did with the initial shots. And, and you know, for any of you out there like, Oh, side effects. I was like, this is just your immune system adjusting to the shot. That's what it is. Whenever you get a cold or any kind of sickness, like the aches and everything you feel, it's your immune system going into overdrive. And that's what this is. It's fine. It passed in, you know, 10, 12 hours. It was gone. But for that day, I did not feel good. And I just like, I did something I never do. I just laid in my recliner and watched movies all day long. Uh, and it was kind of fun in a way, because I never do that. Um, I'm always active and doing things and writing and, and trying to, you know, uh, produce things. It's like what I prefer to do. Um, so it was kind of fun. I watched a couple of movies. None of them were particularly good, but it's okay. Um, so, uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, COVID is still an issue. And now we have Omicron, which I think is hilarious, uh, Sounds like a just, transformer to me. Like it does. Omicron. It does. It does <laughs> yeah. Well, also, like for Futurama fans like myself, Omicron Percy I eight. Eight. Yeah. That that, that yeah. lure is from. Uh, lure, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, he's the ruler of the of Omicron Percy I eight, and uh, so Omicron I can't. Omicron Percy I eight. I can't help but think of that every time I hear it. Uh, so yeah, the names are getting even more funny. Uh, but. Um, you know, at this point, like, you know, things have been somewhat moving along, somewhat clearing up. They're saying that hopefully by 2022, we'll be pretty much done with this thing. Um, or at least it'll be managed because of, uh, you know, most people will be vaccinated. People will have gotten it, even if they're vaccinated, like some of my friends have. My friend Tom, my friend Greg, they've both gotten it, even though they're vaccinated, but they didn't have any real issues. You know, they were fine. 
Uh, and like once you have all the vaccines and, and then if you get it on top of that, you're pretty like you're pretty good to go. You're not going to have any problems. You're kind of immune to it at that point. Um, I'm no scientist, but this is just what I've read. Um, but anyway, uh, they're still uh, saying for Christmas time, you know, like certain places are, you know, like in Europe. And I just saw in Philadelphia as well, there's been an uptake in cases. And so they're saying you shouldn't have large gatherings for Christmas. Um, so that bears the question, uh, what we are doing for Christmas, John Wayne and myself. So John Wayne, what are your Christmas plans? Well, shit, uh, this year, um, you know, my life of course is in, um, upheaval. So yeah. I'm basically just moving over the holidays and, um, and my girlfriend is Jewish. So, you know, that's a non-issue, mm-hmm. uh, as far as Christmas goes. But like, in fact, you are. I have to say this because this is really funny. You you said it. You are the goy friend. The goy friend, yes. Which I think is funny. really really funny. It's very funny. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I am. I'm pretty funny. Um. Anyway, no. Uh. But no. So I'm of course gonna be gonna be moving. But I can say like you know as far as in like no large gatherings, you know I have to like say I just did the three days ago I was doing the the fucking Houston Horror Film Festival market. Mm-hmm. It was. A fuck ton of people, you know, right, and, right, like, hundreds of people. It was a great event, very well run, very safe, and all that. But I'm just saying, like, we're still doing large gatherings. But I am in Texas for the time being, shooting our guns <laughs> up <laughs> in the air, doing whatever the fuck we want. Uh, but you know, I've had my shots, and plus, you know, I'm awesome. I'll get two boosters, and I won't feel shit. So, mm-hmm. you right. know. Right. Boost me up before you go, go, baby. Just don't give him any gas station dick pills. Oh no, crumbles. Crumbles. that is my kryptonite. It is, yeah, and it, it's everybody else's too. Don't do it <laughs> again. Don't yeah, do they it. were just they were just saying that, like you know, with like certain places where they've had like a, a big uptick, like Philadelphia and yeah. um, and and so certain parts of Europe, they're saying like you know, uh, cut it. So are cut they? It. Is that encouraging? Do you think that so that's going to take a down, like a, a percentage down in like people actually having large family gatherings this Christmas? Or do you think? Oh, I don't know at, if it'll actually stop at, anybody, at all. No. I don't I think, think anybody listens to anything anymore. No, no, particularly. Yeah, particularly now, particularly anymore. Like, I think, you know, in 2020, I think people were like really freaked out and just trying to be careful. And now I think that people are fed up. People have just, you know, have fatigue from this thing. And they're just so tired of not seeing people. They're so tired of not being able to go anywhere and do anything fun that I think people are like, you know what? Fuck it. I've got my shots. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do things. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, you know, not to pick sides or anything like that, but I can understand where these people are coming from. And it's like, we're, this is going to probably just stay with us in some capacity forever. And we do at some point have to get on with our lives and just, you know, we can't just live in isolation forever out of fear. Um, you know, everyone I know who has had the the shots and then gotten COVID has been fine. So, you know, get your shots and we can move on, you know. But on a holiday-related note, um, <clears throat> what else is happening? For, for what, what other factoids did you have to offer? Uh, well, uh, about, our, our, I was... Oh, oh, oh our Christmases. That, that, yeah, I'm just going to be moving, dude. I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to be fucking packing a thing. You know, I think I'm going to have to order, like, one of those uh, things that they drop off, like a little pod or some shit, and load it up, and they'll come pick it up and send it to Vegas, like, on a spaceship yeah. or something. Because yeah. I don't have a lot of stuff that's big, but I have the stuff that I have that's big, I can't take, you know, I can't take my car yeah. or anything. So. Yeah. 
So I'll be doing that, man. You know, you know me, dude. What about you? What's going on at the compound, dude? You, you and Bear, you hung the tinsel by the chimney with care and shit, or what? Nope. I I um I put up no decorations at all, and I'm mm, also good. I'm also completely done putting up my decorations. Um, all right. Okay. Multitask. Yeah. I like that, dude. Yeah, I like yeah, I'm, that. I'm done. See? Yeah. You can learn from um, this podcast, people. Multitask. I'm done. Uh, there, there have been some years where I did like super evil Christmas because I have like a tree I painted black and horror ornaments and Baphomet for the top of it. And that's fun and everything. But, uh, you know, with, with a busted foot, I didn't want to bother dragging shit out of the basement and setting it up. And I also just don't care at all. Um, and the great thing for me this year is because I'm, uh, self-employed and working from home. I'm no longer in retail in any capacity or anything like that. Uh, it really doesn't feel like Christmas to me at all. Uh, cause mm. I've, I've successfully avoided all Christmas shit without even really trying to, but like, yeah. I like really, I, I, this for the past couple of weeks, I've had the fractured foot. I have not been going anywhere or doing anything. I don't go out at night, so I don't see houses like all lit up for Christmas. Um, I only go to this grocery store and sometimes I'll hear like a Christmas carol there, but otherwise I don't hear Christmas carols at all. Uh, right. I don't have regular, I don't watch TV. I don't have regular TV, so I don't get the holiday commercials. I don't listen to the radio and, and like, you know, I only listen to my own music. So it's like, there's no way for this shit to infiltrate my life and infect me with its toxic shit. Yeah, um, well, we, we live in a day where we age where we can completely insulate ourselves from things like that if we so choose. But I'm super insulated because I'm not, being around other people and, and right. going going anywhere like yeah. you know even you live, you live underground in a bunker we know like no one I know, can get uh, there but but more <laughs> but even more so now because i have the busted foot so like i'm not like treating myself i'm not taking myself on dates which i used to do like i would take oh. myself out to a nice dinner or i take myself to to a, a, a nice dinner or, you know, like or the, brec or the breakfast, the breakfast yeah. diner, or the nice you know? breakfast, yeah. Diner, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't been going anywhere really. I, I just, you know, I, I, like I said, I go and I buy. I go to the liquor store. I go to the uh, the grocery store. Maybe the the post office to mail some books, and that's that's pretty much it. So that's all like five minutes from my house, and mm -hmm. uh, and I don't have to. I don't really see or deal with any Christmas shit at all. Uh, so it's been really nice because it doesn't feel like Christmas at all. It hasn't, it hasn't really snowed much yet this year either. So there's no snow on the ground. Um, so it it's, feels like it's an extension of November or something, which is great. If we could just pass over Christmas and I won't even notice it all mm -hmm. the better, all pass the better. Over. Right. Yeah. Um, I had something to say. I totally forgot it. So it doesn't matter. But um, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, just being you're just gonna be there, no tree. Yeah, but all all no, all nog all nog. And plus, like the fact that you uh, aren't setting any decorations up this year, and that you're already done setting up your decorations, mm -hmm. it's gonna leave you a lot more time to drink out of that boot. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That is correct. Well, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have mm -hmm. stocking, but I have a boot. Mm -hmm. The boot was hung by the chimney with care. <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher Triana poured liquor in there. <laughs> we all suckled from the creases and holes that poured out the liquor into our into our own fucking, I don't know. We, we can and I heard him that. exclaim as he broke wind with glee. You're married with children. You'll never be free. Yep. 
Son, have I taught you not to marry? Yep. yep. I taught you everything I know. Everything I know. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for Christmas this year, then. Um, uh, we hope that you have a good holiday season. Um, mm-hmm. and However you choose to uh, experience it. Yeah. Um, if you're anything like us, you won't be doing anything. I really will just be home by myself. Um, I might I might do the Jewish tradition of, uh, you know, seeing a movie and getting Chinese food. But there's no movies coming out that I really want to see. So I might just get Chinese food and, and watch a movie at home. Uh, oh, that was one thing I was thinking about was uh, I was going to get uh, HBO Max for one month that's for Christmas. So that way I can watch um, the new Clint Eastwood movie and the new Sopranos movie and then just be done with it and cancel it. <laughs> Sopranos so, movie is good. I, I like the Sopranos movie. But. I've heard good things. So yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. But anyway, well, that's a, that sounds like a great time, dude, you know, because really it's just all about whatever you want to do, no matter what uh, yeah. anybody celebrates. And well, uh, that was, you know. that was my Thanksgiving too, as I just spent it by myself and, uh, yeah, yeah, I and, was. Uh, you you yeah, I'm, you punched the turkey with the hammer and. Uh, well, that was when you were here. The bones uh, were crunched. Yeah, that was uh, our yeah, fr- yeah, like yeah. A, that was our friendsgiving. I guess that was yeah yeah. I mean, I was talking about like Christmas Day. It was just me by myself and um, Thanksgiving Day. The, yeah, yes, thank you. Thanks Thanksgiving Day. Um, yeah, I made I made like a turkey tenderloin and 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 whatnot. And it was fine and bare, and I hung out and I did work woodworking in my shop, which was really. Uh, what I wanted to do. Oh, nice. Did some woodworking. Uh, in fact, I, um, I started work on something that I just finished. I just finished a project. I won't say what it is, but I did some woodworking and made a project for a certain, uh, little baby that is being born as we record this. Uh, so, uh, baby new year. No, no. Did you make a knife out of another knife? It's, it's baby. Uh, South Fart, I think is how you say South it. Wart. Yes, South Heart. Wesley T. Southern. W- West. West with the T at the end. West. Yes. Shouts out, West. <laughs> West is uh, having a baby right now as we record this. It's it's uh, in the he throes is. of passion or whatever. Um, and uh, Katie, his wife, you know, shouts out to her because you're Cause saying that's got to that's got to suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's their Christmas miracle, having a baby. So you know, congrats to you guys. Uh, hope everything's going smoothly. I I texted Wes earlier today, and the the pregnancy or, or I mean the delivery was still ongoing. And so. still pending. It's still like a pending. long labor. Still pending. Still yeah. pending. Pending. Yes, so we'll but uh, I won't say what it is. Uh, but I was making something for uh, their their new son in my workshop on thanksgiving and i just finished it the other day it took wow. a while to make it yeah wow well so. maybe next time we'll reveal what it was sure once Not i now. give it to Spoiler. them i'll reveal yeah. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm going cool. out to see them they're having their new year's party at least as of right now they're having their it's just going to be a small gathering i mean you know it, it with you know uh with the baby and with covid and all that it's going to be a small gathering but i'm very excited to go out and see them for that and uh and then after that, it's going to be uh, a big adventure with Bear and I. But more on that later, folks. Oh, yeah. That's a teaser. Yeah. And a pleaser. <laughs> well, well, happy uh, whatever, dude. You know, ho, ho, holiday. Happy ho, yeah. is, mm-hmm. I wish we could say. And um, we can. We can totally get prostitutes for Christmas if that's what we want to do. Yeah. 
or we can get on that adult friend finder or whatever the, the most popular uh, hookup site is now. I think it's that one. Mm, I, I, I really need to look into this. I really we do. Could, <laughs> we could send a message in a bottle. I mean, either way, you know, it's all it's all good. And mm-hmm. what else is good is you and happy holidays to you, my brother. However, you want to, you know, sit in the dark and whittle. I support <laughs> you. <laughs> that's that's so true. You don't even know. Yeah. Um, well. Happy holidays to you too. I hope the move goes well, uh, and we'll we'll see you all uh, on the next show. And uh, we hope you have a a jolly holiday season. That you drink plenty of that boozy eggnog and you punch uh, a Salvation Army Santa in the face. Mm-hmm. And the neighbor that doesn't give you booze. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck him. Mm-hmm.